Today in Security from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Online stock trading has serious security holes by Brian Barrett. It's never been easier to trade stocks. Just a few taps or clicks will do the trick. But most of the platforms that millions of market participants rely on to move their money suffer from cybersecurity shortcomings. New research warns, as if stocks weren't risky enough already. A new report from Alejandro Hernandez, a security consultant at IO Active, found that nearly all of the 40 major online trading platforms he investigated had at least some form of vulnerability. While they range widely in severity and scope, the overall picture is of an industry that has not taken security measures proportional to the sensitive information involved. Hernandez will present his research at the Black Hat Security Conference in Las Vegas on Thursday. Hernandez analyzed 16 desktop applications, 34 mobile apps, and 30 websites comprising 40 trading platforms in all. That includes major legacy players like Fidelity and Charles Schwab, mobile first upstarts like Robinhood, and less common names like Kraken and Polynex. And while some companies like Schwab and Merrill Edge earned mostly high marks for their security hygiene, the overall picture seems bleak. Well over half of the desktop applications Hernandez examined, for instance, transmitted at least some data, things like balances, portfolios, and personal information, unencrypted. That leaves traders vulnerable to a potential attack from someone on the same Wi-Fi network who could observe that information and potentially intercept and alter it using a fairly straightforward man-in-the-middle attack. Lack of robust encryption seems endemic to the industry. Also troubling, several mobile apps and a handful of desktop applications stored passwords unencrypted locally or sent them to logs in plain text. With access to the device, either physical or through malware, an attacker could steal that password, then use the newfound account access to, say, add a new bank account and transfer money to it. Two-factor authentication would prevent that scenario, but while most of the web platforms Hernandez looked at offer it, they don't enable it by default. That's a shame, especially given how much sensitive information a desktop trading app in particular is privy to. Lack of robust encryption seems endemic to the industry, but narrower issues show up as well. Hernandez found that on the web platforms of companies like Charles Schwab and E-Trade, logging out didn't immediately end the session on the server side. If you think of authentication as a handshake, in other words, the site leaves its arm extended after you've already walked away. If someone steals your session token, they could get in. 
There are hundreds of ways that an attacker could intercept your communication, Hernandez says. The attacker could trick you to click on a malicious link that allows a man-in-the-middle attack, for example. Imagine the attacker has your session ID. If the authentic user realizes he was compromised, the user would log out. Ideally, the server would end the session at that point, too, overriding the ID and stopping any unauthorized snooping. But if the session doesn't immediately end on the server side, and Hernandez found that some sessions stayed active for as long as a few hours, then the attacker is free to continue as he pleases. Another vulnerability Hernandez emphasizes is, as they say, a feature, not a bug. Several trading platforms let users create their own bots through proprietary programming languages. Those plugins get passed around in online trading forums, a network of get-rich-quick bots that a user can import on a whim. The problem? Those programming languages are themselves based on common ones like C++ and Pascal, making it relatively simple for a malicious coder to hide a backdoor or other malware in what looks like a friendly automated options trading assistant. The research builds on a specific look at mobile app security in the trading space that Hernandez released last fall. If anything, the problems he found on the web and on desktop applications are even more alarming, both in severity and scope. Desktop applications are the entire package, Hernandez says. They're more susceptible to vulnerabilities because they implement more features and the attack surface is bigger. This is also the first time Hernandez is naming names. He previously let companies remain anonymous to give them adequate time to fix the issues. That process appears to be ongoing. Given that our approach to security is risk-based, findings that are truly impactful or relatively easy to exploit are fixed in an expedited fashion, while those with only minor impact or low exploitability factor are not as important to address right away, and some are of such low risk that in the interest of achieving the right balance between security, usability, and performance, we consciously decide not to address says Boris Kogan, Chief Information Security Officer at Interactive Brokers, which the IOActive report cites for issues across its web, desktop, and mobile offerings. Interactive Brokers did not disclose which specific issues it had fixed, citing security concerns, but it did say that all high-risk issues have been resolved. Other responses to Wired were more cavalier. An inquiry via a web form at IQ Option, which Hernandez found storing passwords unencrypted, yielded this response from support staff. Rest assured your data is securely kept and no misuse may happen. Inquiries to several other trading platforms, large and small, went unanswered altogether. That speaks to an issue Hernandez encountered repeatedly. Many brokers do not have a main point of contact to receive vulnerabilities in their products in general, he says. We used to send the vulnerabilities to a generic support at broker.com email address. In some cases, they replied, but there were many contacts where we didn't receive any answer. To that end, Hernandez recommends sticking with large companies, the ones that have resources to invest in cybersecurity and respond to issues like the ones he found, to help minimize your vulnerability risks. He ranks TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, Merrill Edge, and Robinhood as especially adept, if not entirely free, of issues. We view all feedback as positive and use it to review the measures we have in place to ensure our clients and their data remain secure, Schwab spokesperson Peter Greenlee says. Our multi-layered applications are continuously tested and regularly updated to meet the demands of a constantly evolving security landscape. Otherwise, safety tips for online trading apps look a lot like they do on every other corner of the web. Enable two-factor, don't reuse passwords, and for the love of Gordon Gecko, don't buy a put on public Wi-Fi networks.
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.